Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, your guide for this online retreat designed to help you become the saint God created you to be, especially during this Lenten and Easter season. This retreat will consist of material from the spiritual classic, 12 Steps to Holiness and Salvation, that contains the wisdom of St. Alphonsus Liguori, as well as a brief reflection and a daily resolution that is designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So join with me now as we take the next step on the road towards holiness. Welcome to day 40. Day 40. That is just absolutely awesome. Congratulations for making it throughout the last 39 and now into the 40th day. So without further ado, let us begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and minds so that we may hear your voice and be given the courage to act upon it throughout this day. Amen. In the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So it's day 40, and today is the last day of chapter 6. So let's get to it. Acceptable to God. Virgins who consecrate to God, the lily of their chastity, are as pleasing to him as the holy angels. St. John was called the favorite apostle of our Lord, the apostle whom Jesus loved because he had preserved his virginity intact. For this reason, he was loved more than all the rest, and when our Savior was dying on the cross, he committed his Immaculate Mother to the care of his virgin disciple, St. John. The great value of virginity is enhanced in our eyes by the extraordinary praise that the Holy Ghost bestows upon it. No price is worthy of a continent soul. The Blessed Virgin Mary taught us this when the angel Gabriel brought her the message from on high that God wished to become man and to choose her for his mother. To the angel's words, Mary humbly replied, How can this be? For I know not man. By these words, our blessed lady showed that she preferred to renounce the dignity of the mother of God than to lose the treasure of her virginity. According to St. Cyprian, virginal purity is the queen of all virtues and the perfection of all goods. They who preserve their purity for the love of Jesus Christ, says St. Ephraim, are particularly favored by him. St. Bernadine adds that virginity disposes the soul in an especial manner to see God by faith in this life and by the light of eternal glory in the next. Once God showed his great servant, Lucretia Orsini, the throne of glory prepared for those who serve Jesus Christ in virginal purity. Ravished in ecstasy, the saint exclaimed, Oh, how dear to God and his holy mother are virginal souls. My son, when thou cometh to the service of the Lord, prepare thy soul for temptation. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 1. Be prepared therefore to suffer with humility and patience, for silver and gold are tried by fire. No man can serve two masters, God and the world. He, therefore, who desires to consecrate himself to God, must renounce the world and say with all sincerity, God alone is my treasure and my only good. A heart that truly loves God despises the world and all that the world can offer. In a word, it despises all that is not God. 
The venerable Francisca Farnese knew no more ineffectual means of exhorting her religious sisters to the practice of perfection than to remind them that they were the spouses of Jesus Christ. It is certain, she would say, that each one of you is chosen by God to become a saint, since he has given you the great honor of being his spouse. And, in very truth, this is an inestimable grace that deserves our most generous cooperation. St. Augustine, when writing to a virgin consecrated to God, made use of these words, You must know that you have a spouse who is more beautiful than anything that earth or heaven contains, and in choosing you to be his bride, he has given you a most certain pledge of his love. From this you will recognize your obligation to love him in return. Should the world attempt to win your love, O spouse of Jesus Christ, answer in the words of the noble Saint Agnes, Away, away, you seek my love, but I can love none other than my God who has loved me first. As you are the spouse of God, says Saint Jerome, you should be proud of such a distinction. People of the world feel highly honored and make much ado about matrimonial alliances with the noble and the wealthy. You have something more than this to be proud of, since you are a, a fiancéed to the King of Heaven himself. You can well say with a holy pride and joy, I have found him whom my soul loveth. I will embrace him with my love, and I will never leave him. Love is the bond that unites the soul to God. Say often in the words of the Apostle St. Paul, Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or persecution, or the sword? I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor might, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. From Romans chapter 8 verses 38 through 39. And thus ends our section on chastity, chapter 6, chastity. And being acceptable to God is about us focusing upon the fact that we should be giving all of ourselves to him. Why? Because he has loved us first. And this is the greatest challenge that we have is because so often how we come to know God's love is usually after We've come to know the love of others or others for us or things that we fall in love with. His world has created things that God has placed here for us. So, so many times we don't realize that we love these things more than we love God. But the fact is, is that as St. Alphonse says, no man can serve two masters. We can't serve God and the world. And we have to be thinking and living this truth out that he gives us, which is God alone is my treasure and my only good. God alone is my treasure and my only good. As we are now in the process of, we've gone through 40 days of this journey with St. Alphonsus, and what a beautiful time 
for us to be concluding this chapter 6, and we're getting ready to head into chapter 7, Obedience, and calendar-wise, we're at the beginning of Holy Week. For those of you who are doing this as the Lent and Easter online retreat, and not at a different point afterwards, but rather we are at the beginning of Holy Week. There is no coincidence here. This is where we are to be. We need to be intentional. And just like on Palm Sunday, we celebrate the fact that Jesus is the Messiah. In the same way in our lives, we must proclaim that God alone is my treasure and my only good. So I'm going to challenge you to make that your resolution for today. Make that your mantra today. God alone is my treasure and my only good. God alone is my treasure and my only good. And prepare yourself to be able to enter ever more deeply into this most holy of weeks so that we can be new creations in the resurrection when we get to Easter by focusing upon God alone is my treasure and my only good. Know my continued prayers for each and every one of you. Congratulations again for getting this far on the journey and continue this journey because we're not there yet. We're only halfway. We're going to be continuing throughout Holy Week and into Easter. Why? Because the Easter season is even better. So I'm excited for us for that. But today, bear in mind, God alone is my treasure and my only good. God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you think others may benefit from listening, please be sure to share the podcast with others. Until next time, know my continued prayers that you be given whatever graces you need to do whatever it takes on the journey towards holiness so that together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless.